would like to present Not Seen Before. I think you want you want everybody to smoke weed. Hey, this is Hoist Gracie, and you're listening to the Inside BJJ Podcast. It was a shroom trip. That's racist. I'm not a racist. That's racist. I'm not a racist. This is Kurt O'Chanter. This is Inside BJJ Podcast. God damn it! Jiu-Jitsu sucks. God damn it! I think you want you want everybody to smoke weed. Welcome to the Inside BJJ Podcast. Got a great show lined up for you today. I want to remind you guys real quick, make sure you check us out on iTunes. Give us a rating and a review. Subscribe. Uh, even even if you have like a really nasty comment, please leave me that. Those are, those are probably my favorite reviews to read are the ones when people get really pissed off. They're like, well, there are better shows on that you could listen to, but I suppose if you have low intelligence, you may like Inside BJJ. I promise if you say that one, I promise you I'll read your review. We got a great show. Let's jump right to it. My uh, best broadcast partner in the whole world, Big MF, is what's apt in we got to be covid safe everybody's isolating and we're also joined with jolene valkyrie hex she is from the lingerie fighting league i might have that wrong you got to correct me on that but you guys thanks for joining the program welcome to inside bjj what's good matt got nothing other than drink these beers and smoke my medication everything sucks (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jolene, live from Las Vegas. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hey there, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, you know, the whole world's on lockdown. And one of the things that I'm, I'm asking everybody when I talk to them is, what's it like where you're at? And I can't imagine being in an empty Las Vegas. You have to describe that for us. Oh, oh man. So I just did my grocery run today. I've been leaving um, my house every like 11 to 12 days since the start. This is my third time leaving. And every time I leave, it gets a little weirder. Um, and today I was like, I got to check out the strip because I've been meaning to do that. And so I drove down and it's like escalators are barricaded off. There's a couple of police units making sure that nobody's out there. And it's very like, it's, eerie and it's almost apocalyptic it, it's like a scene that i would expect in, in some sci-fi movie and it's awesome i mean it's sad because of the circumstances but it's awesome to actually visually be like whoa vegas is barren yeah i mean it, it, in vegas is one of those places where you know if if let's say there was a cataclysmic event and the world was destroyed and somehow two thousand years from now they were excavating over las vegas and then they found like a pyramid and then they found an eiffel tower and then they found a big giant lion all these different <laughs> casinos you know they would think like this was the center of the world this is where they planned all the monuments we found everywhere no it's just like 
Las Vegas, right? It's a crazy damn place. And to not have it with people, the energy has got to be completely flipped upside down. It is just really strange. Like there's, there's a kind of contradicting energy going in Las Vegas. Like people are being very respectful of self-isolating, um, which is surprising because I feel like Vegas people, they're also, um, has like this attitude of just like, fuck it. Like, like still, most people aren't really wearing masks. I'm seeing more masks going out today than I did last week, but the majority of people I would still say are like on the fuck it train. Um, so it's, it's pretty contradictive and like it's empty, but nobody really gives a shit too. Yeah. I mean, how, how many locals are there in Las Vegas? And, and, you know, it's important. I think when people who aren't from Las Vegas think Las Vegas, we all think the strip, which Las Vegas is way bigger than that. Right. Yeah. Las Vegas is actually pretty ginormous. Um, it, it's not where you like, you know, like most major cities have like little like suburban towns around it. Like Las Vegas is like a major city and the suburbs, but it's all considered Las Vegas. It's all within like the same Clark County. And I'm not sure how many millions of people are here. Um, but, it, but it's a pretty decent sized city. Yeah. It's gotta be pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, California seems to have, uh, kind of gotten a little bit, uh, better, you know, treatment so far. We've been a little bit lucky. It hasn't been too, too crazy, but at the same time, you know, everybody's still kind of sheltered in place and looking around like, damn, you know, when are we going to get back to doing what it is we do? And, you know, I run a jujitsu Academy, Matt wrestles, obviously you're involved in a combat sport. It's, it's, it's an odd thing because you're like, how am I going to get back to this? And then how can you social distance when you're wrestling? Like you, you just can't oh, do it. Right fascinating times like there is nobody alive um today that can even compare this to anything that's happened in the past you know not like any of the world wars not the depression um this is they're truly unprecedented times and i think that getting back to quote-unquote normal um it's gonna be it's gonna be a really unique world that we're we're going to re-emerge into after this i think that um getting back into what we do, um, it, it'll gain momentum, but I think it's going to be a bit of a rocky start, unfortunately. I think the real question is when is lingerie fighting going to buy their own Island? So you could have lingerie fighting Island. That is correct. <laughs> I have been talking to Sean about that for years and I don't now know why he's dragging, I don't know why he's dragging his feet, but come on, Sean, like where's my Island? How cool would that be? It'd be like, like a Bruce Lee movie with a bunch of hot chicks fighting in lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, every day. That was Dane. That's Dana White's plan, right? He wants to buy an island. I'm sure. That's I'm sure happen. he'd be willing to, uh, to yeah, to uh, to work something out, right? Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's sponsorship things all over the place that could be done with that. So, Dana, if you're listening, let's get that island. Sean just needs to make a big donation to the Trump campaign. (laughs) How does, how does it go down? Like explain to me how one of these fighting events takes place. I, I, I haven't seen one, but can you explain to me like, where do they take place and how does it go down? How did you get into it? Okay. So that's a lot of questions. If I forget to answer any of them, please remind (laughs) me. It's it's late. I've had a glass of wine and (laughs) Here I go before I forget everything. Um, I got involved with LFC 
see, about five years ago, I saw an ad for them on my Facebook feed. So I hit up Sean, and he's a producer, obviously. And um, with my background in the competitive wrestling world, he was like, cool, I'll put you in the title fight <laughs> at our next show. And at that time, we were doing, LFC was doing more like traveling shows. So they were doing like big events. Like my first event was at the Hard Rock. Um, at their venue, the joint here in Vegas. And then, then we went to casinos like in California, North Dakota and Kansas city. And then we went to Europe and that's when I got my um, European championship belt. And now the last year um, we've been doing like more local shows here in Vegas. Um, but they're all kind of set up the same, like they're promoted. Um, we, we get a, a pretty awesome crowd of fans wherever we go all over the country and the world. Um, and we just, you know, take off our clothes and get in the cage and beat the shit out of each other. That sounds really good to me. Yeah. I love it. Isn't that the same, <laughs> that's the same thing that the dudes do, right? I mean, Essentially, right? I don't know. They look more like monkeys. Like we look more like sexy kittens. Uh, what's your uh, martial arts background? So my martial arts background um, started in more survival defense. So I started training Krav Maga, um, and I was really heavily invested in that training program because at the time I thought I was going to be getting, get, I was going to get involved in executive protection work. Wow. So um, I got to a higher level in that, and I started getting offers for just different strong girl work, which, which was kind of like, I was like, I didn't even know this existed. This is fantastic. Um, <laughs> like, it, like, so, some, what, is it like some, uh, I don't know, some guy who wants to have some girl to beat the shit out of him. I mean, there's that. There's that involved in until like way later, but I started on the production side of things. So like beat down, basically just beating the shit out of a guy. It was just like live training with a live dummy. <laughs> Um, so through, through that world, I got introduced to competitive wrestling and still to this day, almost a decade later, most of my wrestling and jujitsu technique comes from working with, with awesome, talented, skilled girls. Um, I, I've taken a, I've taken jujitsu classes here and there, but I've never like become passionate about it, but I've definitely worked my way up the ranks of of, of um, collegiate wrestling and submission wrestling and BJJ style submissions. Um, so from there, LFC, and it's a great combination of everything that I've dedicated myself to over the last decade or so. And I believe you're the European LFC champion, if I'm not mistaken. This is true. I have a big pink belt. And I love it. How tricky is it? Because what you're doing is like you have to you have to be able to fight, but you you also have to be able to entertain at the same time. You're you're walking like a a balance, right, between just going in there and just going straight for a win versus going in there and being gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, because when I first started with LSB, like after my first couple of fights with them, that was the biggest mind fuck for me. So, all right, a little bit of background for me. I have been in the modeling and acting world since I was 15 years old. So I'm very familiar with 
character persona and that level of entertainment. But then also I'm an athlete. Um, so for me to get my first, well, like LLC first introduced this concept of like matching those two worlds together where it's, I'm truly in character while at the same time being instinctually competitive and like, it's just a mind fuck. That's the only way I can put it. Like I've, I've married the two together now and it's natural for me, but at first it was like, whoa, 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 like I'm thinking way too much about, you know, what the outside world is seeing and not, you know, I'm not in the fight a hundred percent, but I mean, keep, you know, our brains are amazing things and our bodies are amazing things. And now it's second nature to shake my ass and punch somebody simultaneously. <laughs> I would imagine some girls, are rougher than others. Is, is that the case when you get in the cage? Yeah, LSD, um, they have quite a range of, well, like like every MMA sport, there, there's a range of skills that come in there. Um, but it, but they seem, they seem to match us up, not necessarily according to skill level all the time. So there has been girls that gotten in, in the cage or the ring with that, they're, you know, like they're just not on the same level. So, yeah. And they all come from different backgrounds. Like it's not just like MMA across the board. Like there's girls in there that, you know, just consider themselves street brawlers, you know, like they, they don't have a technical background and they're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, so it's always like, there's, there's sometimes I'll get, I'll get in a fight with one of them and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like <laughs> I was, I, I don't know what to expect. So it's on your toes kind of fighting. Now, I watched you, like, you're pretty aggressive. You're really big on, like, cross-facing and being pretty rough on, on the ground. Um, I imagine you can handle yourself pretty good with a street brawler. Yeah, I'm naturally just an asshole at heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and, and as sportsmanlike as LFC is and how, you know, we're all, you know, we're all friends outside of it, um, like, I don't have friends in the cage and I do like to get aggressive. Like that's how all this started in the first place. I needed an outlet and now those girls are my outlet. Have you ever, um, getting into this, like maybe it, like you were saying, you didn't exactly know. And it was kind of a mind fuck. Have you, were you ever in a, like a, a, a fight and it got a lot more aggressive than what you anticipated? Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten, really into any like off camera altercations like everything like I do is just like consensual violence but I have <laughs> that's what I call it like when people are like well what are your limits and I'm like it's consensual violence like I'm not going to fuck you up if you don't want to get fucked up but um, <laughs> besides the point um, there I, I worked on a production for maybe a year or two, I got really heavily involved in cat fighting, which is really like, it's, it's just slaps the face and, and like dirty fighting. Like it's messed up. Um, and those girls, like they come through the door with just imagine, imagine like the worst girlfriend you ever had that had like the worst PMS. You have to be like, you have to be really, you have to really want to hurt somebody, right? To want to do that. Cause you're going to get like, you're going to get hurt. Not, and that's not like, 
hurt that's going to hospitalize you to hurt, but that's hurt that's like, it, it's, it hurt hurts, you know, and it's, it could oh, yeah. scar no, you, that kind of thing. Oh, it's hair pulling, it's nail scratches, sometimes it's biting, like that stuff really got intense sometimes. Like I cracked a molar doing it. My hair guy hated me. My hair is finally getting back to <laughs> where it was before I went through my cat fight phase. That, that shit is mean. So, so, so the, the ladies that are doing that are obviously like they're there. There's a different vibe with that. Right. I would imagine the camaraderie thing maybe isn't as tight. I don't know. It seems like it wouldn't be like someone was scratching you and they like bit you versus, you know, you had a match and then after the match, you're like, okay, like we're cool now. Yeah. It was a little bit more ego involved in cat fighting for sure. Like a little bit of like cattiness. Um, and bruise, bruise egos sometimes along with, went along with that. Cause a lot of girls come into that thinking that they're, you know, they're the shit. Like that's, that's the attitude with that is like, go ahead try to cat fight me. Um, but still at the end of the day, we all have a glass of wine and like ice our faces. <laughs> how many, how many fighters are on the roster of LFC? Oh shit. I don't know. I mean, are we talking like, is it super deep or like how many times do you fight the same girl? I've only fought the same girl, um, three times, but that's the only girl I've ever like refought on LFC. I, I've still got quite a few girls to work my way through the roster. I would say is about probably 30 to 40. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a deep roster. And, and are there weight classes? Like, how does that work? No. Oh, <laughs> in between MMA and cat fights. No, I don't know why there's not a weight class, but I mean, I've fought girls that are like a foot shorter than me and, you know, like 20 pounds less than me. The girls, the girls that are, you know, have 50 pounds on me. Um, no, actually it's weird fighting shorter people. It's really hard to punch. I wouldn't have thought that. (laughs) Yeah, no, you have to punch down. It's, so weird like it's, it's frustrating actually like it makes but then you can't punch right <laughs> so, really frustrating who, who stands out as being one of your tougher matches oh andrea the short girl i'm telling you about right now <laughs> <laughs> but not just because we see the short she's um she's incredibly skilled and so tough and her stand-up game is just as strong as her ground game and I love, like, we're really close friends outside of it, but her and I just have, like, this competitiveness with each other. Um, From the day we met, like, the first day we met was at a competitive wrestling thing, and I accidentally punched her in the face, and it's been been that way ever since. So when you say competitive wrestling, you talking professional wrestling, or? No, it's um, technically, like, a a fetish niche. So basically it's just like a bunch of girls in their bikinis that get that fans pay per match to see girls together. So they're like, I want to see this girl and this girl wrestle, you know, and it's it's submission wrestling. So it's usually 15 to 20 minutes straight through filming and whoever gets the most submissions wins. Oh yeah. I've geared to a couple of those before. Yeah. So, I mean, they're super cool. I love that little community. Like it's fantastic. (laughs) So, like, do you have any events attentively scheduled, even though everything's kind of on lockdown? 
So we were supposed to have a session girls, um, kind kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, it's kind of like an event. Like if if you're a fan, you can pay some money and come watch everybody like film their content and do matches and do customs and everything. Um, and that was supposed to happen on June 6th, but it is now pushed to September 5th, um, because of everything going on. But that is going to be a fantastic event at a beautiful venue. Um, so check out the sessiongirls.com site and get more info on that. How, how are you, um, are you able to train or are you able to stay in shape or what are you able to do right now? So I feel like I was like born for quarantine. Like not, not to minimize what's happening in the world, but personally I'm fucking loving this. I wish I didn't have to eat or drink because I would never leave. Um, I also discovered I don't need the gym. So I've been working out like three to four times a day and taking, taking a sunset hike every day. Um, cause I'm out against nature and like my muscle tone right now and, and, the, the level of strength that I'm currently at, I would say I'm in pretty close to the best shape I've ever been in, if not exceeding that. And it's doing home workouts and my own routine. I don't know. COVID-19 has worked out pretty good for you. I've- I love this. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh, well, what I'm doing really is I'm like working out for snacks because otherwise I'd like be bored and snack all day. Right. So like I work out before I have breakfast and I'm like, Oh, I'm bored. I want to eat something. I'm like, we'll work out again, bitch. And I do it again. And, then, and that's how my day is going until okay. I'm tired. I'm on a plan like that, but it's actually the opposite. So I go like, <laughs> I'm bored. What am I going to do? I'm going to eat. And then a little while later, I'm like, bored. What am I going to do? I'm going to eat again, bitch. <laughs> that's the plan I've been on. Yeah. It's yeah, so like, crazy. Like I'm earning, I'm earning my snacks and my meals. I'm just like, yeah. no, if you, you got to go work it out. It's so ins- that's what I'm doing. It's and ins- it looks good. It's insane that even... It, even though we're all quarantined, we still live in a time when we have so much damn food. We have to play all these mind games with ourselves to not eat all of it. It's fucking crazy. All right. So in my defense, I have never shopped this way in my adult life. Like I'm going to the store like once every two weeks and spending like $250 and that's not with alcohol. Cause it's, wow. it's, lasting, it's lasting my That's what I've been spending on alcohol. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's just like, that's food. And I'm like, it, it's crazy. And then I have like this, I have this like mentality where if there's a lot of food around, like I need to like try a little bit of all of it, probably because I had like 17 brothers growing up. So like, <laughs> it's hard for me to, um, to strategize this, this food situation. Cause I've never had so much immediately available to me. Are you stocked up on toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. You know, I already had that habit before where this started, so I don't want to be, be included with that fun tip. <laughs> I, I always buy toilet paper. I buy, like, a box from Amazon, so I was good to go with that. I already I beat the game entirely. I got myself one of those French toilets. You, you mean you brought a... Oh, you got a bidet? He brought a hose in from the outside. Just... <laughs> Popped a hole in the screen and then fed it in. It's awesome. Well, yeah, basically. You can drink from it or you can use it as a bidet. It's up to you. Like if it's in the middle of the night and you're thirsty, you just it's take a, a little drink. It's a Stockton bidet. <laughs> a Stockton bidet. 
I don't, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah. I mean, how, how often I wanted to jump back to this cause Matt hit on it a little bit. He asked you like, if you were able to get in a train, how often do you get to work out, uh, and work with the other fighters that you, you compete with? Like how often do you get to get in the cage or get into the ring and kind of work through things? Is it something that you do a lot or is it something you just kind of like show up and run it? Um, well, before the shows, of course, when they schedule LSC shows, which I don't know when their next one is going to happen now, um, we contract like a month in advance. So we got a month to seriously prepare. And that's when a lot of us get together. There, There is a local gym that opens their doors to us and offers us discounts on their on their trainings there. Um, but that's when we like really get together and get back into like fighting shape for LSD because it's, it's a different animal. Um, as far as when we're not ramping up for contracts and upcoming events, there's a few of us that'll get together and play around like me and Andrea, we get together and play around. Um, and sometimes Andrea invites a few other ones over and we all play around like a girls like to have fun. Is there anyone out there that you haven't, um, going up against that you would like to? Um, yeah, actually, there's quite a few chicks right now that I've known, like, through other other industries, like Tomiko. I would love to do an LFC fight with her. Um, Jennifer Thomas, love, love, love it. Um, Terry, I haven't fought Terry yet. I would, I would love to kick her ass. Um, <laughs> I haven't... What, what's her name? Shay. I haven't, I haven't ever fought with Shay. Love to. There's so many pretty hot, talented, strong chicks that do that. Like I would like to get half naked and sweaty with any of them. Really. I can't think of anybody I wouldn't want to. I couldn't either. I could <laughs> honestly. <laughs> don't say it. Don't hurt feelings. That's not <laughs> Man, it's an, it's a really interesting thing that you're doing because it's for me, like people can look at it and you know, people are going to look at it from a certain perspective and go, yeah, that's just a bunch of dudes wanting to watch girls fight. Okay. Yeah, probably. Right. That's certainly a component of it. But at the mm -hmm. same time, the, the blending of mixed martial arts and wrestling is extremely difficult to do and to do it well. It's really hard to do. In fact, it's so hard to do hardly. It's hardly ever done very well, you know, so it takes a lot of talent and it takes a lot of practice to kind of do it and to kind of get like the whole, you know, character persona thing and the whole like, Hey, this also is a combat, uh, art and we have to, you know, stay true to that as much as we can. Right. Cause I mean, some entertainment things go so far off. It's like, this is not even combat anymore. This is just, this is gymnastics or this is the circus, which is cool. And it has its place too. But what you're doing is like, it's in a cage, you're using submission submissions and fighting and, and, but you still have like the character there. It's a pretty difficult thing to do. I'd imagine. It is definitely like bordering a lot of different aspects. Um, one way I like to compare LFC is it's kind of like what WWE did to the wrestling world. We're doing to the MMA world. Only we still have that athletic 
competitive element to it instead of scripting. I mean, they're athletes too. Like, like pro wrestling's no joke, but it's, it's, um, it, it, it's, it's script based. Um, what we do is, is improv and skills. Like, I mean, there's, I'm trying to say this in a way that like, I fucking love pro wrestlers. I, know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I get what yeah, you're saying. But like, but what we're doing, like we're still like, we're, we're not scripted. We get in that ring and we we're you know, like we're sexy and we're actually fighting, which I mean, is so fucking super cool. But yeah, it is exactly what you said. It is, um, it's a lot of things all brought into one, cage how much how much i mean if you if you could kind of break it down just in a general way like how much of it would you say your acting background helps you with versus athleticism like what's the right blend is it 50 50 is it 80 20 like you know what i mean do you have to just be a really good actor and then kind of athletic or is vice versa like what would you think and now the athletic part is first and foremost the acting that's good for the entrances and the breaks between rounds and after rounds, like post round interviews and things and, and the reality show, obviously like, so that that's helpful with all of those things. But as far as what LFC is, it doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. If you, if you don't know how to fight, it's not for you. Yeah. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad then. Right. So you need, yeah, you, need like, like, <laughs> you need to know how to fight. That's the most important yeah, thing. First fight, second, put on a good show. Gotcha. Got you. Regardless, it's going to be a good show. What's the, uh, what's the end goal for you? Like, you know, do you want to keep doing this? Is there s- something else you're trying to get into or what's your dream? Like what, what's the, what's the target for Jolene? It's funny you asked that. I actually, um, just picked up this week with, with um, a, a business advisor for me. Cause I'm like, finally starting to take my career more like, more like a profession profession, even though it's still very much a hobby and something I love to do. Um, and, and he was asking the same thing and I'm like, honestly, like I'm so happy with how things have just progressed in, in my whole career like everything's been a stepping stone for the next thing and i get all these really cool surprise offers like lead roles in movies that i never thought out and and things of that nature so as far as like what i'm dreaming of in the future i really don't have any big aspirations like i really love the community that i'm in and and it's fulfilling for me so whatever opportunities it brings bring it on but Nice. If this is all, if this is how it goes for the next, you know, five or 10 years, fuck yeah. I'm so happy. You're down doing it. That's cool though. That's actually a really awesome place to be in. I think so. I, I feel all right. Just kind of get out of this damn isolation, this quarantine waited out, right? What are we looking at? Like July, August, September. What are you thinking for Las Vegas? As far as lockdown just as far as you being able to get back to doing what you what you want to do you know like when when do you think you'll be able to actually get out there and and do another event well i I imagine that things will start opening up for for what i do for a living and what lsc is doing i'm guessing probably june-ish things are going to start being okay to start up again um 
and and that would be great. Like I feel like June, I'll be I'll be ready to leave my home <laughs> and go back out into the world. Well, the nice Maybe. thing, and I and I definitely believe that uh, you know when other sporting events start to take place, there may be some hesitation for people to go, but dudes will go watch LFC for sure. They're going to like pack the place out first show back and packed out. That's my, that's my prediction. Yeah. Just wear your mask, bring your hand sanitizer and fuck it. Like get into the Vegas mentality that we started with. Like it's, it's a whole bunch of fuck it. Have a good time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love it. That that's the only way Vegas comes back, right? That that's it. You have to have that attitude in Vegas. You have to. Yeah. Sir, I, Roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the dice. You're like, go, just go, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking a late call. I apologize for uh some of the scheduling mishaps. Uh, you know, I don't know, man, COVID, what are Rough you going to do? <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. I'm glad it works out. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you guys through my phone. Um, conversation was lovely. Awesome. So cool. Stay I hope you guys, oh, you break a leg in your next fight. Hope to see you guys in the future. Like show up to the session girls thing. You have I'll to. be there. <laughs> yeah. Do it, do it, do it. You have a good one. All right. <laughs> Thanks. You guys too. Take all right. care. All right. Bye. 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 Big MF. Hello. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. Just trying to, you know, do my thing. Hope I can get back in the ring eventually. I'm going to get you on the video, bud. Let's get on video. All right. Wait a okay. Answer the damn call, dude. There, you go. there it is. There you are. Maybe I'll get into some laundry fighting. You should get into it. You should be a a manager. You should be. You should. You I'm can, working on it. I'm you, working on. It. I got one of our uh, very talented girls in the two and I for a wrestling academy. We just we got we just got about a deal. Yeah, we would have had a deal work out, but then this uh, virus uh, cock blocked it. You should just run your own laundry. It should be Big MF's bikini wrestling. You know what I mean? Underground laundry and fighting right now. You'll be the commissioner and you could script it. You could direct it. You could be in charge of it. I think you would thrive, dude. I think you What's already on the underground. You're doing it on, on the internet. On it. Right in my uh, wrestling academy at the uh, Big MF Ranch. We got some underground laundry and fighting going on. You need Big MF Island. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of crazy shit would you do if you had an island? You'd have everything uh, going. Uh, there'd be a lot of drugs, <laughs> a lot of different stuff, things, shrooms, um, acid, a little bit of cocaine. Would you have like... Have a different, every room would have a theme. A theme? Different drug you know, theme? The cocaine room, different, different, the best cocaine you'd ever have. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, mushrooms, hallucinogenic room. We have a reaper room. A reefer room. It'd be yeah, jujitsu. We have some jujitsu, some pro wrestling, some fighting. You uh, some beer drinking contest. Would you? You could separate the island. Actually, you could put all the jujitsu guys on a certain side. Like, okay, jujitsu's over there. Wrestling's gonna be over here. We're gonna have the casino, illegal gambling, illegal sports betting, all that. Right? You're gonna have all that. Pop the um, new girls dancing. Basically, everything that's illegal here will be legal there. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Did you see uh, Dana White said he was going to buy an island and have it up like in two yeah. weeks? I mean, that's that's fucking I, wild. That, that's great. Uh, some Bruce Lee shit right there. Right, that is, dude. Um, I want. Um, this is what I want. I want John Jones to tell Dana White, "Man, you come right out of a comic book. <laughs> Man, you right out of a comic book." Yeah, dude. I was watching John Jones fight. Uh, fucking, uh, who was the cat? Uh, Hua, uh, Shogun Hua. I was watching that fight on, uh, UFC on YouTube. UFC's putting all kinds of OG fights out there. Oh my God, man. I'd love, I want to see John Jones fight on an Island. I think, dude, I want to see that man. That'd be fucking dope, dude. You know what I want to see in, in, uh, I watched Tony. He would get a DUI on the Island. He's, he get it. He would get, uh, busted for, Drinking while he's boating, he'd be out in a boat, drunk and getting nailed. Water skiing, <laughs> man. You know what? The, the reason why he got the reason why he got busted out in Arizona because um, Phil Baroni was supposed to be the driver. Oh, and he didn't show up. You no, know, he was drunk. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know Phil's getting out there though in Albuquerque. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did you see uh, Conor McGregor uh, talking shit to Tony Ferguson? Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta do something to fucking keep people interested, you know. How much would people pay to see Connor fight Tony on an island? People would pay to see Connor fight anybody, but Tony Ferguson for sure. Dude, I don't know if Connor wants that fight over some of the. I mean, it's a dangerous fight, but I think he'd probably just rather take that than to be. Bro, Dana White should. It shouldn't even be UFC. He should call it Dana White's Fight Island, and then <laughs> and they could make a, a show out of it where they they float these they bring these guys in and then they they keep them in like these luxury suites and then they try to like ply each other with alcohol and hookers to mess each other up before the fight and then they come out and they fight each other with john jones they usually make him stronger yeah i mean john jones has beat everyone in the ufc while he was on like with a drug problem you know what i mean (laughs) awesome he could be doing blow and then a week later he'll whoop your ass in the cage it's fucking crazy. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, his, his, his skills are just so far up there, man. It's way off the top, off the charts, really. Way beyond, way beyond. How desperate you think these fighters are going to get if it looks like they're oh, not going to be able to fight soon? Right? Now. right? Yeah, everybody is. Everybody's probably broke. Like, if you're a mid-tier guy, this has got to be a big fucking break. Dude, even a guy like McGregor who loves to spend money, you gotta be looking to get back out there again. Yeah, looking for that next check. Yeah, it's gotta be real, real tricky. How how dope would it be though, man, to see these guys fight? I would it, I watched WrestleMania, you know, without the studio, without the audience. What it was hard to get into, man. What I I mean from like from, from someone who does pro wrestling, I kinda like the aspect that everything was stripped away from it. Yeah. And you got to see how talented somebody was in the ring and all their mistakes. That part was interesting, but probably not for most people. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, there was a lot of screaming and yelling, you know, like, yes, and, and what can you do? I, I know, but it almost felt like it was so much that it was too much. It was like, I'd rather have him just be a little more quiet. You watched all of it? I watched a lot of it. Not all of it. You see Bill Goldberg and um, Braun Strowman. No, I didn't see that. Was it good? It was so horrible. It was terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. just garbage. It was so fucking horrible. 
a hack like myself couldn't did a better fucking job than that. Is it because Goldberg is is getting up there in age, or he's never really that good of a wrestler? He was or? never that great. In the, I mean, I you know, I'm a, I feel like a complete fucking jabroni saying that the guy that's never wrestled in front of more than 200 people. But um, <laughs> but um, what you're gonna yeah, say he's anyway? Never been, he's never been that good. No. Yeah, I, you know, what do you think about putting uh, an audience track in place? To where, like, just yeah. just make it sound like you're so. somewhere. I kind of like how AEW was doing it, where they had like about other wrestlers, maybe ten wrestlers in the audience, just making noise. Yeah, yeah, that made it, made it a little bit better to hear some noise. Did you see in Japan they got robots in the in the in the crowd and they cheer and make noise? Oh, Fucking crazy! No way! Fucking robots, robots, dude! I swear to God, they got robots, dude. I'm gonna, I'll try to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, wow, it's 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 nuts, dude. Robots, man, and they have them like they scream. I guess. You should, bro. You're gonna live to your robot. What's that? We're gonna be able to leave our houses because of these viruses, dude. There's gonna be Corona twenty, Corona twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, and like pretty soon you should have a robot. You're gonna stay home. You're never gonna leave. You're gonna live life through your robot. You're gonna proxy through the robot. Fuck. Exactly. That's kind of interesting, though. I don't know. I I saw the movie before. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Here I'm thinking you came up with some really profound idea. You're like, eh, I'm just saying that. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Um, uh, I, I want to see it. But, you know, I'm, I've been watching these old fights because there's no new fights to watch anymore, obviously, right? Uh, and I've been watching all the ESPN 30 for 30s, and they got like that. Um, I've been watching a lot of the older boxing. You know, like Larry Holmes and, and Kenny Norton or uh, George Foreman and Joe Frazier. They have a lot of cool Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas. They do a lot of stories with boxing and the background and the yeah. actual fights and shit. Yeah. Uh, the, the 30 for 30s are made pretty well, too. Like, they, they do a good job on the production content and the value of them. Have you seen any of the, um, I know we're kind of jumping around, have you seen any of the uh, um, Dark Side of the Mat? Mm, wasn't that a documentary? Uh, yeah, it's on Vice. Oh, no, I have. Is this a new one? This they is. Got, oh, dude, they're so badass, bro. They got Chris Benoit. That's two parts to that one. They got New Jack, which is insane. They just got the Jimmy Snicker one, how he fucking murdered his girlfriend. Is this on Hulu or some shit like that? I'm on Vice. I don't know. Whatever has Vice. I'll have to check that out. You remember when Vice was edgy? It was like, oh, Vice, dude. They go undercover to like Afghanistan where they make guns. They did. They went to fucking Red China and snuck in and. Fucking Korea was there, and went to Russia, and it, it, it was nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like Vice is not what Vice used to be, though, right? It's like a little more politically oriented now. All we know, Beyond the Map is pretty badass. No, not Beyond the Map, but Dark Side of the Map. Good fucking documentary. So I'm so stupid. I made that mistake. I saw Dark Side of the Map, and I thought it. My brain thought it was Beyond the Map, and I'm like, oh, I've seen that already. <laughs> Two different things, but yeah. same. same. A couple, a couple months back when I got sick and I probably think I had COVID then, to be honest with you, like everybody thinks that, um, I watched the Andre, the giant documentary and that was pretty man, it was good, dude. I came out of that. I, I always liked Andre and knew he was a badass, but I felt like, dude, Andre was awesome, man. Like he, so he, was funny. Funny. he, he that. I just walked out with my son the other night, Andre, the giant. Yeah, I'll be the giant uh, one be on the mat on the WWE channel for nine ninety nine. Yeah, I got I got mine for nine ninety nine, but I'm probably gonna cancel it before next month. I just wanted to watch WrestleMania. Mania. Yeah. 
Hey, your 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 kid Lucas uh, was in in kids class today online, dude. He's been yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 told Stella today that he taught himself how to do a triangle. <laughs> He's like, I put him in a triangle. She's like, "Who? Where'd you learn that?" He's like, "I taught myself." <laughs> I taught, tough, man. I taught myself. He's a great wrestler, man. He loves to wrestle, and and he likes to get. This is this is why he does so well in jujitsu because he likes to lead with his head and get dirty. Like he likes to get right in underneath people, and like he doesn't care if they're on top of him. He likes being down there. So before the whole COVID nineteen thing, I, we had a, everyone came over. We had like an open mat. And- my my buddy Anthony brought his son who's a little bit older and a little bit bigger and super athletic. Got some kid fights and set I was up. Kind of nervous, He's gonna kick Lucas's ass, you know. So I'm explaining to the kids, hey man, you know this is just training. Be nice, don't kill each other. And um, before I know it, Lucas was choking him out. He had him in a rear naked choke, and the boy was like looking like, holy shit, this kid's choking me. So, like he was shocked, and then they were going at it like crazy. Then you know, pretty soon, you know, the the bigger kid made the adjustments, and they went. They were, but they. They fought like cats and dogs the whole time. We had to finally make them stop. That's funny because someday I'm going to get to hear his side of the story and he'll be like, yeah, uh, my dad's friend came over and then like they made us fight and we were scared. <laughs> and they're like, no, you guys are going to fight. <laughs> yeah, what's funny about it is me and my buddy have been going at it for 10, 15 years and now our two boys are. Yeah. You talking about Big Buff? Yeah, Anthony Garcia. Anthony Garcia. I see. I saw him push a guy 15 feet across the cage with just a shove. He just shoved another Dude. person, and they went up off their feet. It looked like those movies when people get possessed by the devil and they float on the ground. They go flying across the room hella fast. He pushed the guy that hard, dude. Like he possessed him with a devil when he pushed him so hard. It was crazy. I used to work as a bouncer. I think with my partner. He would just rag all guys right out of the fucking bar. He's like, he's like a gorilla amongst men. You know what I mean? He's just like throwing yeah. dudes. Yeah. I mean, I've told it before, but the first time I met him, Eric made me roll with him, man. And I was so scared, dude. I grabbed onto his gi and he was just like slinging me around and I was hanging on for dear life. Dude, he was just like jerking me all over the mat, dude. It was crazy, man. Oh, dude. Wow. Yeah. Dude, he's still going at it, too, huh? God damn. It's been a long time. It's been 15 years now. We had one little open mat. Me and some of the old boys. Like, we got the old band back together. We had our kids there. And then um, we we never could get it going again, though. I know, man, right? But um, hopefully, you know, we get. Hopefully, you know, I got it. You know, it's looking like maybe things go good you know we haven't canceled this yet but may 23rd we got something coming up if they let us go back to work at the rumble for recovery next level pro wrestling um the american degenerates myself cj dirt and uh, lady Lindsay, will be uh, taking on these two guys these two jabronis south of the border um phantom and tuco we um <laughs> showing them what uh, real american fighters are all about Tuco is that the guy from? Uh, I know who Tuco is. He's a he's a real tough wrestler, dude. He's gonna teach you guys a lesson. What a forearm the fuck out of that motherfucker! Are you? You got a score to settle? Last time we wrestled, bro, I was forearming him. I forearmed him so many times he started blocking him. <laughs> hey, dude! Real talk, man. I did not know that the lingerie fight league was scripted. Like I didn't figure it out till we were into the interview. I thought it was real, like, you know, full yeah, on. You know, it's a lot like hand Okay. But it's I mean, a little bit like, 
Okay. All right. I mean, not that dude, it's still pretty awesome. You know, the idea and be, to be able to do it, but I, I didn't figure it out till partway into it. I was like, Oh, this is not, I thought it was like lingerie football where they actually are playing football. I mean, they're grappling and kicking and they're just not yeah. punching. And it's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. You're all, nah, man, it's real. It's real, man. It's real. It's like, it's like wrestling is real, man. I feel you. I, I get it. I just, you know, when you, it's, it's hard when you think things are one way and you realize, Oh no, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, that's, there's like yeah. Vegas is dead right now, man. It's dead. Everything's dead. Everything's dead. My pump's even starting to go away. I got, I got a little bit going, but like not me. The pump's dry I, I had my best kettlebell workout I've ever, I had today, man. It was dope. Look at the guns, brother. Look at the guns, brother. Unfortunately, your video got froze off, and you, I just have your picture up now, not your video. But uh, it. so it's just me lusting after your biceps now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a pretty good workout, though, man. I felt strong when I swung that. I swung that fifty-five pound kettlebell a hundred times, but today it felt good, dude. I just been kicking the bag and punching it. Yeah, slamming it around. I mean, taking the bag into the taking the bag into the wrestling ring, working on my power slam. Yeah. So shit like that working on jump, jump cannonballing off the top rope under the bag i got some new tricks i'll be coming out with but you know i'm gonna back in that wrestling ring again and you know the thing is is like you can't you have to be careful if you do like hey you do some secret training like somebody will snitch on you dude i'm not doing none of that i'm not doing no hey i just want everyone to know no secret training nope i know i know some gyms where they got snitched on man it's fucked up There's always, get left in ditches yeah it's it's jacked up like you know i don't know man i don't think you should mess with people i think you should leave people alone as much yeah. as you can I, I mean unless unless it's me messing with them that's different unless <laughs> <laughs> it's a different gym that's competing against yours and you turn them in yeah right i was uh <laughs> i was uh i was talking to my dad my dad came over and uh I was talking to him about the prank phone calls we used to make and uh, confessing to him that we called everyone in the church. We got, <laughs> made him cut. we made him swear. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't, he was, he thought it was kind of funny. It's kind of funny now. He's like, you can't even do that anymore. Cause of caller ID and everybody knows where you're at. Everybody knows what you're doing. Different world. Yeah. Yeah. That's for Straight sure. Up. Totally. Um, Hey, did you see that, um, they created, uh, the f world's very first jujitsu game, the what the world's first jujitsu game. No, I didn't see it. It's going to be hella boring, dude. It's going to be, yeah, like, yeah, it's, be like the first fighting. It's in the gi. Like no, nah, it's a gi game. It's going to be boring. You're not allowed to do any heel hooks in it. There's no twisters. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's no net crank. The IBJJF has it all. My, they took away all my submissions. No leg locks or net cranks. I can't even do it. I guess the IBJJF put the game out. It's, it's shit. It's like you get DQ'd for any reason. Like any reason you're DQ'd. You're, you're you the, the computer if always cheats. If you're, if you're beating a Brazilian, you don't get the advantages. Yeah, the computer's rigged. The game's rigged for the Brazilian all the time. They start with like two advantages before the match even starts. You always get the shit stick into the of the uh, bracket. It's called jujitsu, the game. 
you're, you're and you got to pay dues you got to like train your character at the gym and you got to go out and earn money to pay dues and then like depending on the gym you go to it costs more and then like if you go to like some of the tough guy gyms the instructor beats you up and shit it's just like real life <laughs> that'd be a, oh, that'd be a fun funny. game to play man yeah <laughs> well fuck you um, i gotta get some i gotta go man i got something i gotta go do what do you gotta do man what's up <laughs> Can't say. <laughs> Are you wearing pants right now? No. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one, Matt. All right, later. Later. The Big MF. Oh wow. Yeah, Big MF is a. <laughs> he's a great. He's a great guy. He's a real great, awesome dude. Well, here I am, back by myself. <laughs> What an outstanding program. Yeah, this was a, a, a very <laughs> interesting show to do. Uh, Matt had uh, had some ideas to book the guests, so we got them booked. And, and as a, you know, very nice, worked out well. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, Matt was like, oh, I can't make it. Uh, can we do this? Uh, uh, uh. He's like, oh, I got to go. God damn you, Matt Freeman. But anyway, man, you know what? Um, we're having a good week, man. We're putting out shows, putting out videos, just trying to stay out there, stay alive, bring some fresh content. Just just get it out there. Just do something, you know? Don't be lazy. Stay on the grind. Stay on the hustle uh, and, and keep it real. You know, you know what I mean? Please give us a rating. Give us a review. You know, do something nice for us, all right? Do you? Combat Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, that's the wrong commercial. Which one? I want to play this one. We'd like to. Nope. 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 There it is. Are you tired of getting sand? Are you tired of getting sand kicked on your face? All right. Thank you guys for listening, man. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you guys are keeping the faith. I hope you're training in jujitsu. I hope you're not being snitches. Uh, I hope you're living well. I hope you're living responsible. Don't be stupid. You know, like don't go around old people. Don't be a jackass. Whichever, whatever it is you believe about this whole situation, just don't be a jackass about it. You know, you know, like you could still keep some common decency. You could still keep some respect for your fellow man, for humanity, for other people, for different opinions. It's okay. You could still be a human. You don't have to unfriend people because they vote for a different politician than you. It's it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. You know, it it can be different. So, be different or not, whatever. All right, catch you guys on the flip side.